Welcome back. This is week two, episode three of the second season of the Gen YC. Uh, the Degenerates. I live in New York City. Ben, where do you where do you live now? I'm still in Cincy. I'm still in Cincy, baby. Okay. Well, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still in the Queen City. I'm in my closet. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. I'm doing the opposite. I'm adding to it. Oh, really? Oh, my God, dude. It, I'm sure we'll get into it because this is going to be a megapod. So this we're going to do a megapod. We're going to do some picks. Probably we need to do picks in the first or second half, whatever you want. Okay. But, um, we can definitely go in our moving stories. I'm sure we have combo moving stories. I'm sure there's uh, some, some good comparisons. Oh, before. Yeah. But, but before we get into that, I do want to do some week two cleanup. I want to go through. I want to look back because we got to know our history. So we we're got not it. to repeat these losers. And we also got to know what winners we pulled in. So go there. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to run down the card. I'm going to do our current standings. Okay. Uh, Frankie Dimes, do you know what you're at currently? I'm down one unit, I think. I have you down two units. Oh. You're slight. You're down two. It's okay. Yinzy F baby is sitting at a plus point or plus five point six five. So we're still up almost four units. Wow. Gather cohesion. We we tell you to bet all these picks together because we don't know who's going to be hot. We always know one of us. Is gonna we be don't know who's there. going to be hot. We all know. Frankie Frankie said he's going to make a big charge this week. No, but, this, I I'm going to tell you right now. I love the board this week. I've been struggling. So I was looking, I was talking right before we got on that. I was looking at the board. I'm like, I don't know what I like, but I'm going to do a quick recap. And I want you to give me, uh, I want you to defend these picks. Or I want you to just say they were dog shit. I want you okay. to defend, defend okay. or die. All right. Okay. Western Kentucky uh, plus two unit winner. You going to defend it, that? That was a backdoor cover. Uh, no, I'm going to defend it because we got screwed on a different one. So That's I true. deserve, I deserve this winner. Um, I saw the whole, I watched a lot of this game, probably more yeah. than most people. I will admit it was very lucky that we picked up a victory, but we deserve a victory. We did. Truth, truthfully, we deserve a victory. Uh, I know where you're going. I want you to hold off. I want you to hold off. I no, know I'm not going to say anything about the other game. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm talking about we're talking about WKU. And that was a plus two unit. Play that was a two, that was a two unit. Yeah, that was a two unit bomb for both of us. It was a syndicate Iowa, lock. Syndicate lock. Iowa under. That was a winner for you as well. Listen, Brian Ferentz, guys, he has to score 25 points a game. Otherwise, his dad, below. His dad fires him. <laughs> well, dude, they had a chance to kick a field goal and get to 27. And they're like, no, we're going for it on fourth and one. And they didn't convert it. And so it, it's it's pretty funny to me. Now, you got the Cyhawk Bowl this week, which will probably yeah. be like 10 to 9. Mm -hmm. So uh, you ain't getting it this week. No, no, you're not. Now, so we had the we had the portion of, of the that we enjoyed. Frankie, I'm just going to rapid fire. UTSA minus one. Your thoughts. We got a bad spot in the fourth quarter. All right. We got a bad spot. If we get that spot in the fourth quarter, that game could go entirely differently. I still believe in the triangle. Jeff Trailer, UTSA, meet me. I still believe in the Roadrunners, but we got to Dana Dana grease the 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 ref's pockets on that spot. He's he's been known to. What about Penn State under 51? Was that the biggest shit show you've ever Dude, seen? Dude, shut people, up. Oh. Do you tell people what happened that didn't watch that game? So for all the pin, okay. First off, Yenzer and I both West Virginia graduates, so yeah. we're speaking with a, a large portion of bias. Uh, mm -hmm. Both of us have spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania. Ben is from there. I lived there for a while. Um, Penn State is a cult, and a so cult. we've we've dealt with these people for far too long. Yeah. For them to say West Virginia's ring around the rosy two point play is why Penn State decided to run up the score. You don't know ball. <laughs> West Virginia gets the two point conversion. And then they go for the onside kick. They have all three timeouts. Say we get the ball in the onside kick, score, and then it's a one-score game. And You're then, the, like, 
dude, the two point conversion, you needed that to get back in the game. And then, and then obviously James Franklin does what James Franklin does, which is the most, I'm going to have to censor myself on this. The, like the most he's ever done in his life, which is just run. He just runs the score up all the time. And I tell you what, he's too, because I'll never forget uh, when they played Ohio State in like 2018, 2019, he ran a zone read with Trace McSorley on fourth down. They didn't get it. He was walking out of the stadium and a student goes, Coach Franklin, I love you, but that wasn't the right call there. And you know that. And he ran him down. Like he ran up to him and he's like, I've got to kill. Like he wanted to kill a student for making the right call. And so then they go, they put the second string in, they run down the field, they go for it on fourth down. There's four seconds left and they're, and they're still, and they score the ball and that, and there was a West Virginia alum next to me. I went to the W alumni bar. I don't drink cause I'm huge, but I went to the W alumni bar and there was these like 10 white kids that went to Penn state. They were in there chanting, doing all the cults that, that, that Penn state does. And I don't know why they were there. Uh, it was pretty funny though. At halftime, this one guy goes, bro, why are we only up by seven? Which I thought was really funny. Um, <laughs> the, the fact they were chanting like in our bar, like it's ridiculous, but should have ran them out. Uh, the, he, he runs up the score and all this and that. And then all the Penn state people try to defend him. You know, it was <laughs> stewards. Oh. It's if, if, if Stanford, Steve and SVP on Monday morning on bad beats are like, yeah, coach Franklin was a dick for this. You're in the wrong. And and what's different is it's not running it up because here's the game's over. Like the game is over. There's four seconds left, and I mean it's there's just running it up and people are like, oh, if you don't like it, stop it. No, because it's the end of the game. It's not going to affect anything. There's no style points to be gained, and it's just it's one of those things where, you know, a hundred percent he did it because he knew the line. And anybody that tells you otherwise is bullshit. He knows the donor stuff. You want to say good for him on that, but. Like for to, to lose that game on that play is just utter bullshit. And like I said, I, and that happened honestly. We'll go into this. There was a couple other games this weekend where that shit kept happening. Yeah, uh, go back to the Western Kentucky game. USF, there's no time left. There's 15 seconds, and USF is throwing the ball in the end zone. I don't know what is happening this year in college football. It happened to the Penn State game. It happened, happened in West Louisville. And it happened to Louisville, where these teams are out of it. And they're still trying to score. Even the Florida State game the other night, which we were on the right side of, like the game's over and Florida State is still trying to score. So I don't know what this is. I don't know what this pissing contest is. But that's one we can defend. We might move the one we can't. Frankie Dimes, TCU minus 20 and a half. Your thoughts? We're on to next week. Okay, no comment. We're just going <laughs> to bury that. We're going to bury the tape. We're going to bury the football. The can we listen? Uh, I've never been more wrong about same. I've never been more wrong. And guess what? I'll admit it. I was wrong. Yeah. That's uh that's all needs to be said. But hey, you know what? Frankie Dunn still broke even that week. Uh Yinzi, shout out, shout just, out the shout out the top top me off. Can I <laughs> can I please take a victory lap last take week? A, take it, take take the floor, Yinzi. Yeah. Take the floor. Okay, I remember you asked me last week. You said, "Give me some money lines, right?" Do you remember the money lines I gave you? Do you remember? Who yeah, they were? you did. Yeah, a hungry they dog, a hungry dog, hungry dog runs faster. Duke, Florida State, and Wyoming. I gave all three on the pod. All three winners. One of my buddies put that in a money line parlay for twenty bucks and won like nine hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so I was. I love I bet that. Him, I bet him straight. I bet all those though, but he put in a parlay. And he sent me a ticket, so he owes me a case of beer. But that was my uh, Akron. My zips covered. The zips did. So the I money did. I said great. Akron. 
But I'm going to run through my picks last week. The Penn State we already talked about. We're not going to defend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama over 17 and a half. They had 14 points five minutes into the second half. That was a walk. Uh, uh, Florida State plus seven, one outright. Duke plus 17 and a half, one outright. Those alternate parlays do not lose here. The alt parlays don't lose. We haven't I'm lost. Gonna, I might have before. to. I'm going to ride with you on the alt parlay this week. I got one. And then we <laughs> had Western Kentucky. Uh, Western Kentucky got lucky, but who cares? We got screwed on the other one. So that even yeah, out. We deserve that. Um, overall, like I said, we're up, I'm up five and 5.65 units. Frankie down two, but he's going to get in the plus money this week. Oh, that, I'm, I'm coming back for it all this week. Big week. I'm coming. But so coming. pretty much that's just a recap. But that's that's kind of what I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you about not only just trends we're noticing in college football. Obviously, the big one is games are playing a little faster. Yeah. The the analytics will say, hey, the unders and the total plays aren't the, are, are pretty close. But there, I'm not seeing a big difference in the plays per game. What I'm noticing is, though, the biggest thing is we need, and this is what we need to pay attention on, teams that is run-heavy teams, yeah. that clock is, that's where you're really going to get it because there exactly. are still teams thrown out. So we need to look at these run-heavy teams because, you know, that I can't imagine the Navy Army over-under might be 27 this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both, apparently, yeah. Army stinks. I mean, they lost yeah. They lost this past week to uh, UL Monroe. Ooh, that's not shout out, shout out Terry Bowden. Tara Bowden, but that's one thing we do to keep an eye on. And the other, we already talked about the other, we're, we're seeing it, these teams out of the game still trying to score. And that is one thing that I wanted to just preach to people, which I actually did in the Penn State game, is if you are close to the number and it looks like it's not in reach and you have a cash out option, just take it. Eat that 5 to 7% that you might get on the thing. Take your cash out. I did it with the West Virginia Pitt game on mine. I cashed out at about 86% of the value or it would have been a loss. So that's how you turn these wins, you know, these losses into wins. And that's how you keep this bankroll growing because it's all about unit management. And I, I tell people the cash out option is not a bitch option. It's securing your hard earned money because especially with these coaches this year, you don't know what they're going to do in the last minute. It's no, it's not like pros where these guys kneel the ball and want to get out of there. These guys just want to get snaps. Yeah. If you're James Franklin, I want to get my two deep in. I want to, I want to, I want to get a, my third string right guard needs reps. What a fucking joke. What a he's always been that way. Do you remember when he kicked that field goal a few years ago? Oh, and yeah. and he's like, I need to get my second team field goal block out there. Like it's shit like that's just stupid. I mean, it's it's one of those things where obviously, like, I don't even care about I don't even care about the game, but it's just like why are you doing annoying. that? If I'm Neil Brown, I'm like, just cut every single player, just absolutely smoke the quarterback on the play until he kneels the ball. That's how yeah. you get like, but whatever. Let bygones be bygones. We'll see him, we'll see him next year in Morgantown when Rich Rod runs wild on him. God, what a fever dream that would be. So <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this. How did the move go? How did are, do you have power? I can see there's a light behind you. I have, I have Wi-Fi and I have, have I finally have my mic. You have mic, your mic. It sounds good. Can you tell people what moving is like in New York City? Because it's not like moving anywhere else. Like, tell me, I listen to the pod and I listen to you. Like, do you just throw away all your shit? Because you're moving upstairs. Do you just like throw away all your shit and just you have that- to have serious talks with yourself about what's valuable and what's not serious serious mirror reflection time i had an awesome couch i was going to fit in my room you can see my room here it's pretty spacious yeah. i could fit a couch but if i had the couch in here i wouldn't be able to walk around so i had yeah. to throw the couch out also carrying it. It, carrying it up four flights of stairs not ideal didn't you make a move one time where you just like carried everything like across the fucking city uh that was uh that was my most recent move so it was, was it? It, not, not the one i did but the one before that okay um I was technically homeless, which is why I wasn't the commissioner of the fantasy football league. We kicked you out. And I had a place to stay 
two blocks down, but I did. It wouldn't be sensible to rent a moval like a moving van for two blocks. So I just carried everything two blocks. Oh my god, it was the hardest workout of my life because I lived on the fifth floor, and so I would just go up and down the fifth floor to take it, my stuff like two blocks away. It was incredible. I can't believe that, dude. I'm moving literally from the first floor of my apartment to the fourth, and we have elevators. And I'm like, this has taken like four days. I don't know how you did it, but yeah, I know I left. Last time we talked on the pod, I had like literally my movers calling me the day before their yeah. show was canceled. What is that? So, it's some bullshit, is what it is. And I'm the last person you want to get a bad name in this town. I'll just leave it at that. That's just right. Leave it at that. I don't, I don't want you know places where you need your passport out. I'm heavy there. Leave, <laughs> right, leave it right there. But can nah, I get dude, my so point we, in? Can I get my point in? <laughs> but no, nah, did we just have to scramble to get these people in? And like, what's going on is I'm now moving in with my girlfriend. So not only is my stuff okay. Not as my stuff getting lost to just not wanting to move. It's just like my stuff is shitty, like dude furniture and dude stuff. <laughs> so like she just takes a look at my shit and just throws it away. She's like, it, it's not giving. It doesn't match the aesthetic. And just like if it's not like the white girl beige, like millennial vibe, like happening. So on. you know what? You got to get this. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm sitting here in my closet of things that I was allowed to keep, and I'm happy. Out. You know what? I have my winners. <laughs> I have my winners. I'm sitting here in the closet of the things that I'm allowed to keep. That's what you're. And I've been to your ADA accessible apartment in Cincinnati. This Shut is up. all your. This is all you're taking with you. Is this? Uh, this? You'll see the next place. I mean, I'm most. Of, you have your. Do you have your mountaineer overalls? My gussets. Sure. Yeah, uh, those got lost. Those were those were lost during the West Virginia Pit game last year. Some things happen. <laughs> I did have to save a friend from a random fight on a subway platform, and they may or may not have gotten torn. Just leave it at that. The you taking the, the you taking the tea in Pittsburgh? What is that? You're taking the tea, and one the of tea. my buddies was, was talking. Listen, we're like two West Virginia people in a sea of like five thousand Pit fans, and uh, a lot of shit talking. So you know what? Uh, the gussets are down, but not out. I'm not buying another pair until we fire Neil Brown, and then I'll buy. I'll go to the party source in Morgantown. Shout out, free plug. <laughs> free plug for, Dude, um... I used to go. Uh, man, when I was a kid, I used to go to Morgantown like for football game day. Man, I would blow a bag in book exchange. My dad would work forty plus hours a week to take me to a game that he didn't care about. Dad, take me to book exchange. Oh See, God, the ideal loop if you were a true hero because Tudors wasn't around then. So no. you, you would hit up, you would go, you would go to the book exchange, you'd mm-hmm. hit up the Kroger parking lot. Okay. And then you'd have to either go to the Boston Beanery or the Bo- I do remember the Boston Beanery. Or Wings OLA. The real ones also the real ones remember uh Hardy's on Van Voorhis. That's a real one. <laughs> Hardy's on Van Voorhis? Yeah, that's a real one. Right not right off uh Don Knotts Boulevard shout out rip. My grandfather did Don Knotts laundry in college. That's his claim to fame. How big was Don Knotts? He was packing. Was he? Did he, yeah, did he that, reinforce yeah, this? Yeah, he was 110 pounds, but it was all. <laughs> he was 109. He was 109 with all cock. That's true. Right? <laughs> I can't well, wait to see how many beeps I give myself this episode. Well, that's like every time you beat me, you beep it for like three seconds longer. So people think I just said the most horrid racial Which is slur. funny. It, but like I would be talking about something and I would say like one thing and you'd bleep it. And then be like, what did Ben, like what slur could he possibly get from like Memphis? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And another beep. Just long, just 30 minutes of bleach. Not working beep. Lazy beep. And that's and that's why my uh Instagram mentions and DMs are just filled with, you know, just people for prayers and hate speech, and that's fine. <laughs> I get some targeted followers. But here is 
here's something else I wanted to talk about because now this goes up. I am living with someone. I didn't live. I didn't live with someone in like four and a half years. Okay. So you gotta understand. You have roommates. I've always lived by myself. And like a lot of people, are like, oh, what are you guys. But our roommates are like, different. You get a hook up with yeah. your roommate. Huh, I yeah, sometimes. I don't get a hook up with my roommate. You don't because you're. I mean, didn't you live with like three chicks last year? I lived with two girls last year, and we were great pals. Didn't hit any one of them. No. Charmin. That's how you have the worst year of your life. I would I would randomly keep going across the hall just to keep them like keep them on the level. <laughs> like that's guessing. how I would like, like if the one didn't do her dishes, I would just go to the other one's room and I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I appreciate a clean apartment. <laughs> yeah. You're like the you're like the you're like the sheriff with your cock. It's just like that's how you keep that's how you keep the order in this town. You gotta keep town in order. That's right. <laughs> like I'm bringing law and order back to this town. That's <laughs> what but, I call my right and left testicle law and order. Law and order. Do, do they make like the noise when you walk? Doom, doom, like when you walk in a room. All three: the piece and the balls. Judge, jury, executioner. That's that's pretty strong. It's tough. It's pretty tough. The triangle. Jeff Trailer. Shout out. Utsa. Meet me. You just call your girl. You're like, you want to come over and meet the hangman? And she's like, what? <laughs> the gallows. The gallows is a strong name. I think I'm gonna. That. Can I ask please. you this? Let me ask you this. As Seriously. a Pitts, as a Pittsburgh guy, that song. Talking about the gallows, the Steelers defense. The um oh uh, Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. What do you think about that? Renegade's a tough song. Renegade, listen, any any Yenzer to his core is gonna love when Renegade hits. Like, like if I'm at a wedding or something, I hear Renegade, like I might just like high low like somebody's grandma. Like I'm coming unblocked and I'm just trucking her. <laughs> if that song doesn't make you want to fly off the football. Bro, I'll grab whatever, I'll rip a girl's top off and start waving the towel if I hear Renegade. <laughs> Like, I'm surprised there hasn't been a Yenzer chick that's made a dress out of the terrible towel. I guarantee that's there. I guarantee that exists somewhere. So these the are earth. my Pat Pat's old terrible towels, and I sewn them together because he died Listen, in a steel accident. Let me tell you, the problem is the girl that would wear that would not. There's not enough material on a terrible hollow she could tear it off she had to, like <laughs> like 60 listen those pits would that, is that is, would, would 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 james harrison consider that disrespect to the terrible towel uh depend honestly i'm you know what i'm not gonna give you my real answer i'll give you my answer off air but <laughs> i will tell you this and shout out love love my pittsburgh people the girls that are wearing Steeler jerseys not on sunday are always big girls like they're big, like you could see like you'll see someone's like 75 year old aunt rocking like a tommy maddox jersey a giant <laughs> eagle and you know she thinks it's tough dude that's awesome oh like, my god like, i've seen so many old ladies rocking like a randall l jersey and you're yeah. like order jersey like no they're not doing it they're not buying pat like once cower left they're like i'm not buying another jersey once cower left tommy gun automatics Dude, Tommy Maddox. That's a name. I was I was more of a slash fan myself. More Cordell Cordell. Stewart. That was probably the first player um when I was a kid that like other than Dan Marino that stood out in my brain was Cordell uh Stewart because NFL NFL Blitz legend. Yeah, because he could catch, he could throw, he could punt. Yeah. That's I love that. Cordell was a beast and he got like born, you know, born about 15 years too early. Some might say, you know, Absolutely. dude, I, I hope this podcast blows up so we can do live shows in Pittsburgh because I truly love that city. It's a great town. I it's, really I, love that place. It's we've had so many good trips, just so many boys trips in Pittsburgh, so many, so many good times at Lefty, so many good times just in the strip and having beers and just crushing brews. What's that one place called that we went with the games? Coop DeVille. Coop DeVille is a good time. Coop DeVille's uh, good. Walters, shout out Walters, which I, I donated. 
I sh- I don't know how I don't have a wing at Walters after all the money I spent there. I spent like eighteen dollars on a gourmet grilled cheese in uh, that hippie neighborhood. Uh you have to be a little more specific in that story. The one where uh, Sambo lives. Uh Lauryville. Yeah, Lawrenceville. Shout out. I lived in Wexford though, which is very very. Were you were you dating a like were you like a Pittsburgh Penguins wife at the time, dude? How did you know that the that's like I would see them all the time. I would see them and the Pirates all the time. They all live out there. So yeah. Don't I'm not cracking any code. I'm not some of the users not taking notes. Like, are you kidding me? You told me I can meet Mario out there. Mario. <laughs> and like, yo, does Kenny Pickett live out here? No, Kenny Pickett and uh, Morgan Wallen share an apartment. Uh they share. They share. They share a striking resemblance. Yeah. They also, I've you know, probably not the first time they've made. Uh, have you? Oh, have you seen the completely random hit? Did you see the video of the girls fighting in the porta potty in Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, that one yeah. chick. That one chick's got yeah. some hands. She did. I showed out. I showed out that pic in our other video, and I was like, "These are the girls I had to leave behind for you." Do you see these? These girls are scrapping. Just know they're always there. Just know they're a because they ain't leaving. <laughs> they ain't no, leaving they're Pittsburgh. Not. Oh, they're not God, leaving they're... the four one two. The, no, on the back not. of their car, they have that Pirates Penguin Steelers logo combo. The try, the the yeah. They. Ha- I tell they're you what, like when in- I was a kid, I thought that logo was tough. I'm not gonna lie. It, I may or may not have bought a T-shirt off like a 75 year old black dude down near uh, PNC. Bitch, Park. I'm a Steeler. Control <laughs> Steeler. <laughs> oh shit! But here is this is this is something that I wanted to just. I was gonna sound it off with you through text, but I thought it'd be better to go back and forth. So okay, now that because I'm I'm trying to just. I feel like I I feel like I'm like Mike Greenberg. I'm just relating everything. Colin Cow just relating everything that's going on currently in my life. So now, like everyone's working. Like whenever you move in with somebody, you're trying to think like, how do you assimilate? How do you do this? Yeah. My biggest thought is, how do I convince my girlfriend to sign up for all of the sports betting signups in her name? Because like, I was gonna like soft launch it to her, but she's gonna ask me questions like, "What about taxes?" Like, like don't worry about questions. that. Yeah, what are you worried about? Like, what are you worried about? Like, and like, how do I do? I like do I like give her something like, "Hey, you can buy that super expensive quilt you want, but mm-hmm. we also need to sign you up for these six sports books." I just the because I've tried this with people in the past. Yeah, and. They're never really gonna understand positive expected value betting unless they've been gambling no. for like ten years. No. Uh, they're never gonna understand that. So what you're gonna have to promise them is that you'll be like, "I'll eat the losses. I'll eat the losses." Or, or I could just be like, "Hey, honey, I need your social security number and your driver's license for this very important document." And you know, we just rip like thirty sports books. What do you think about that? I think that'd be dope, man. You you know yeah. how many you could get one. You could arb. Or, or everything. Oh, you could arb everything. You could get through all the sign up bonuses. You could do uh, what else could you do before you get caught? Right, here's what I think we're gonna do. I think we're gonna put a pin in this, and I'm going to ask her as soon as we're done, and then we'll circle back to next week with her answer, which I'm sure is gonna be a something along the lines of "No, you fucking idiot." But we'll see. Hey, Dude, that's one thing I'm excited about now. I need to get a girlfriend so I can sign up on all the sports books for her, churn all the sign up bonuses, yeah. and then when they have odds boost because I'm limited because I'm actually good, add yeah. more units on her account and then just bank. Oh my god, dude! I see. I think that's I think this the, is how Bernie Madoff got started. I think it's exactly how I got started. I think he was trying to riz up some chick so he could get an extra twenty bucks on DraftKings. Yeah. True love story. Yeah. But that's uh that's something I've been kicking back. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what she thinks about that. I like uh, that. I know I'm gonna have a lot of stories because now that I have to live, I can't just be like a, a filthy eight bachelor anymore. So like Your I place need to, was like, never dirty. 
It was never too bad. According to her stand, according to the standards of a of a grown adult woman, we'll see. You know, according okay. to the, the standards of six dudes sleeping on the floor, yeah, it was pretty good. According so. according to the twenty two year olds that come over to my house, my place is pretty nice. That's such a huge drop of you to say. Thanks. Twenty two, interesting. Not twenty one. Hmm. That's too young. What's the difference? Like you like you're like oh you have to have a year year out of drinking publicly. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you have to be 22 between 97 and 113 pounds. And if you go to a restaurant and like suggest an appetizer, you're no longer interested in them. I think the age 22 is funny. Uh, There was this one dude who was talking to me about uh, gay dudes being 22. And he was talking about the terms twinks and twonks. Yeah, you've heard of these these terms. Yes, I I am (laughs) what is described as the opposite of a twink i've heard in the industry okay well he said that like he goes you, you don't want to be a twink for too long because then you turn into a twonk and i was mm-hmm. like i was like is that not like a hunk twink he goes no a twonk is someone who uh used to be a twink but then got old and he said yeah. you're not going to be 22 forever sweetie and i thought you that was really he's funny. not wrong Listen, he's not wrong that's like we always talk about there's like a girl that's like cute and hot like a girl that's cute at 20 will probably stay cute a girl that's hot at 20 can go either way yeah like, a lot of volatility there it's I always, I always went for the late bloomers, the girls that were like the bookworms and like kind of hot that grew into themselves. Yeah, the they grew they were... into the, yeah, you didn't want to be you want to like take the glasses off her like that. Was yeah, your, like, <laughs> yeah, oh like brush brush one strand of hair away from her eyes and be like, oh, my God, she's a model. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a more successful plan than doing like the girl that's like 22 that like is a bottle girl for three years and then like tries to get into real estate or like sells you something like that tries to like transform your life that just like does like vague Instagram stories. And it's like, ask me how hun, like one of those, you don't want to trust Dude, those. those, those girls, the, the bottle it's... girls and everything. And like they, they dance on the walls at the clubs and stuff yeah. like that. They're hot, man. But like, it's like a running back. You know what I mean? A lot of tread, We've a lot of tread. And I'm not talking, I'm not saying like you're going out with a lot of dudes. I'm just saying that lifestyle is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Like it's and the... I don't pay running backs. No, we don't not No second <laughs> contracts here. What, What's the male equivalent of the girl that's on Instagram, like, like selling either MLM products or just like selling like something? It's like, oh, let me. What's your lifestyle? Let me. I'm fitness, a fit, fitness dudes. Fit, I think it's just fitness people in general. You wouldn't say like crypto dudes are that. Crypto dudes could be that, but I don't think crypto dudes are trying to hit on chicks a lot. I think the. You I think, think they're strictly about the grind. Yeah, and they think the chicks will come with that. That's true. Uh, um, I mean, sometimes they do. I don't know. Athletes are male whores, bro yeah i mean i think that's well documented yeah i mean i don't think that's i don't think that's breaking new ground yeah you're right you're right but, i mean that's like something i've been noticing too is like you have seen like I'm, I'm slowly getting the age now where it's like these girls are falling into three categories you have like the girls that are moms and are just like off the radar mm-hmm. everything's about their and then they always post like look how hot my husband is mm-hmm. and then you look like oh gee him yeah like, oh. I he's, like, just, he's, just, he's just like he's just like middle management at like gold yeah, or something like it's that. some dude and he's like in a flannel and you're like look at my hottie and i'm like oh jesus flannel like, and vest and he's got ll bean boots on you're going to the yeah, pumpkin patch yeah oh you know what i'll fuck with a pumpkin patch it's like that you have that <laughs> one then you have the girl that's like re that's like reinventing herself like every six months yoga like, yoga. yoga yeah you know she's doing this she's got a new job she's got crystals She's looking mm. a little burnt, looking a little long in the tooth. And you're like, oh, man, that's pretty rough. And then yeah, just, there's one girl in my hometown that I've never met her before, but I see her on Instagram and I look at her and I'm like, I could save her. You could? You th- is, are you, do you have like the savior complex? Do you want to like take the girl out? I just like want to walk in because she's probably like one of those like girls who's like pretty good looking, but then just becomes a bartender in my hometown. 
Yeah. Like I'm going home this weekend. I really just want to like go to like to whatever like bad golf course bar she works at and just mm-hmm. be like, let me hey. take you away from this. Let me take you to the big city. Yeah. She's like, what? She's like, look at all them buildings. You're like, I oh, know. You're like, I, know. I live in you're, one of them. You're, you're like, I live in one of them. <laughs> you like take her to Times Square. You're like, none of those lights shine as bright as you. She's like, oh my God. One day, one day, my picture's going to be right there. What a tough thing to say. That's like the first 45 minutes of a Scorsese movie before everyone starts doing blow. And yeah. Get some Tony Bennett, RIP. Rip. Um, well, let me ask you. We're getting close. I think we're getting close to the the pick portion. We've done anything else. Anything we else have we, we have seven minutes until it's the required break. Yeah, that's the timeout. That's so let's do break. let's do seven minutes of this, whatever we're doing, and then we're gonna get into let the picks. regroup. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, what what is what's new? Because we didn't really catch up. What's new since the last time we talked? For all the people listening that, that we just kind of went off the radar yeah. last year. We came back strong. Yeah. What's changed? Uh, I had a girlfriend and then I didn't have a girlfriend. Almost. How did that go? There was a lot of, tr- are we going to talk on that? Are we going to say that? Does that stay in the we clubhouse? We can talk. We can not stay in the clubhouse. That doesn't stay in the clubhouse. I'll talk about what, it. What, what was her deal? You saw that- her. You saw I her. Did. I did. I, I did. I I told her what's up and I did see a glint in her eye and that's when I knew it was over. A that's what? when I knew she wasn't, she wasn't for you. She was for the streets and that's okay. You know what in her eye? A little glint in her eye. What, the, what does that mean? Like a glint, like a, like a sparkle. Like okay. A new word. Yeah, you did. The fuck? <laughs> I've never read a fucking book, kid. Uh oh, I think I did I just mute myself? No, you're on. Why can't I hear myself? I don't know. All right, we're good now. We're good now. We're good now. Okay. Um so what do you want to know? What what are you curious about? What what happened? Why is Frankie Dimes back on the prowl? Well, I am and I'm not. Okay, let's hear that. We've been seeing each other since like October and November of last year. Wow, that long. And only like a month and a half ago, we're like, okay, let's be official. Okay. And then that lasted about like three weeks. And then she's like, let's just go back to the way we were. So Frankie Dimes. She's like, I, the- I, I like seeing you and I want to, I'm attracted to you and I want to see you all the time. I think she's so she afraid just, of commitment. She, she said something made- about her prefrontal cortex not being developed. And she's like, I'm 22. I don't know if I should be in a relationship. If you're reading a fucking, so she's the one reading all the textbooks in the relationship. She's taking like a, like an amateur, like uh, like bio class at like uh, NYU, and just coming out strong. Yeah, basically. So let's so Frankie Dimes. If if a young lady approached you at the bar and was like, "Hey, I loved you. I loved your set. Can I? You want to go back to my place?" Frankie mm-hmm. can legally say yes. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, but I would run okay. it by her first. That's the ground rules. You have to run it. So before you, wait a minute. Before you have sex, you have to run it by her. Like, hey, I'm going to this. Just, does she like text you like some dudes come over to like blow my back out and you're like that's lol we haven't we haven't we haven't crossed that bridge yet okay so but you're telling me there's a possibility like you could just be at home watching like rice play yeah like, rice play and, and then my weekend and then my weekend gets ruined yeah that she's just like hey i met a backup line and for the new york giants he's coming over and you're she just doesn't like, like those guys the football players yeah okay You've okay. seen me. You've seen me. Okay, he's a he's a backup slot receiver. Okay, he's he's Ryan. She met Ryan Switzer. She likes her West Virginia little like <laughs> five foot nine, five foot ten. Dude, I'm boy. six three. You're sneaky tall. I am. You're sneaky I am tall. sneaky tall because I like stood. Tally. 
You're tall. Uh, how Gumby is tall, though. Like you don't. You don't have like an. You don't have like an imposing presence. Like, like dude, I'm I like stood. A... I stood next to you and Samwood at last men's retreat, and Samwood goes, "Franco, get taller." <laughs> Samwood. Samwood just hasn't looked down in like three years. That's it. He's yeah. his spatial awareness is off. Just. But long story short, we're still we're still hooking up on the regular, like all the time. That's nice. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Thanks. You know that's that's huge for you. But... I'm getting serviced. <laughs> getting service it's, it's a great way to put it asked and answered <laughs> asked and answered no but she is but, cool man she's cool but it seems like listen, every time every time i talk about a girl even dating back to last season and old podcast episodes though yeah. next week they're gone and i'm the opposite because if you remember I our do. first our first or second episode i talked about a girl remember the girl i was talking about the furries with yeah now live with her how about that wow wow I've already, it's like as Seinfeld where he has a new girl every week. I've, there's probably been about five or six different girls since that episode for me. Almost every episode there's a new girl. But for me, just, you know what? I found a girl. I was like, hey, I'm not happy you? with it, by the way. It's not like a fun thing. I don't think it's possible to meet your wife in New York City. Okay. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think that's a city for well, I was thinking about this today, Yenzer. Let's hear it. I don't think I'm ever going to get married. You don't think so? No. I think I'm going to be that 45 year old cowboy out on the road doing his thing. You're just gonna like keep smashing and trashing. No, I'll probably you, get you, real. I'll probably by the after I turn forty, I'll probably get real introspective, and just like think I can like because I'm forty, I'm like super wise and like yeah, you're gonna listen to like James Taylor all the time. And, oh, like, I love James Taylor. I'm just right. gonna post like all this like pseudo intellectual stuff more than I already do. Yeah, and I, mean, I, think, I think that'll be my life. And I'm already into the dead, so it's not like I'm gonna get into the Grateful Dead. But I might go to like uh, Joshua Tree or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I get we'll into just that. Kind of go there. That's mm-hmm. see, I can see that. I'm, I'm intrigued by. I'm intrigued by which you know right turn you can make in this life where you're just like, you know, you're just like the single dude, and you're just like kind of going along with it, like yeah. occasionally, like making pass at chicks that are like slightly too younger for you, but everyone's like, kind oh, of, he's just living his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you're making it seem like I'm sort of predator vibes. You know what? We'll have to see. We'll have to we'll have to check back at the DJ DJ NYC season twenty reunion. Season 20. If we make this 20 seasons and we get the same viewers or no viewers, that would honestly be funnier than us blowing up. I think I think I love it. I think I personally like like people always ask me if I have a podcast. I say, yeah, but I don't promote it. It's fun to have a secret thing. I I think I would like you to promote it. I feel like I I feel like it'd be nice. But you know what? If you want to just like that's that's like let me pop off and then people will find it. Then people like go back and then they'll listen, then I'll get canceled. And then, yeah. And then they're like, why does he just talk about college football? Like, he always talks about girls and stuff like that whenever he's on stage. And now we have this weird podcast where he talks about like plus 10 and a half. What even is that? I'd like to think that like girls go to your show and they're like, oh my God, he probably has the greatest podcast ever. And then it's just like 15 minutes of me just rambling. Yeah. They're like, is Franklin even in this? They're like, no, he's not. It's fine. Like, his name's on the show. He's an EP. (laughs) He's an EP. All right. Well, I think that gave us some good catching up. How about we take a quick five? Okay. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go hammer down these picks and let's go do the picks part of it. Okay, sounds good. You're huge. You're you're huge. Thank you. Okay. Back after this. And we're back. Welcome to DJ NYC. Uh back after this, back after the break. Um, what a fun first half of the megapod. A little bit, a little bit off, a little bit off topic. What we usually do, we usually pretty stick, much sticking to college football. It's nice to catch up, get a little insight to what we're doing. Of course, but let's get to why we're here, which is to win money, and we're gonna do it this week in spades. It's gonna be a big, big weekend. 
I've already told you guys I love the board this week. I am uh I'm not as in love, but I still think I found some I, th- I think I found some gold in here. But um I'm interested to see there's a couple games I'm interested to see if you touch. So I'm really yeah. interested to hear your picks. How many picks do you have this week for us? I have one, two, three, four, five. Five. Okay. I got four. So uh I believe I have the winner's tee box rights again. Yeah, so how you about you have I the rights? First, how about I go give you one and then you give me two? Okay, deal. Cool. All right. I'm going to start off with a one unit play. Rutgers at minus nine and a half versus Temple. Okay. Uh, really liked what I saw out of Rutgers last week against Northwestern. I know Northwestern is a great opponent, but I was also not impressed with what I saw with Temple. I think Rutgers can actually step on the gas a little bit this year, which can't be said in a long time. Nine and a half. That is a lot of points for, for any Rutgers team, but I really like their, their running backs. Temple stinks. Temple's pretty bad, and that's what I think. We we talked about this last year is really jumping on the bad teams early more than jumping on the good teams is really yes. eating those bad teams. And I think this is a spot where Rutgers is at least two touchdowns better. Um, and just after watching how much they controlled everything, the clock, the ball, the defense, Rutgers could have beat Northwestern by 40-some points if they wanted to, and they kind of took their foot off the gas. But uh, I think they're going to handle Temple by – about 17 to 20 points. I like that nine and a half. I like to do my look aheads, and I thought that was going to be a 14 point line. So, based on value, I'm picking Rutgers nine and a half, one unit. I like that. I like yeah. that. I might have to. It'll be. I might, have to, I might have to come back to that. It'll be. Um, so, uh, call me George Washington the way I'm owning Virginia this week. I love it. Okay. You're huge. I absolutely love the games involving Virginia schools this week. Okay. I'm all over them. Um, a hungry dog. Well, it's not a hungry dog. Just call me the road warrior. That's what you should call me this week is the road warrior. Who do you like? I love Purdue catching three at Virginia Tech. We're not impressed with their old Dominion showing last week, were you? Well, it's not only that. Um, it's the fact that Purdue has now proven the ability with Graham Harrell to throw the ball effectively. Yeah. Um... I, I really like what they have, uh, and, and it's more so like Grant Wells didn't throw interceptions against Old Dominion. No. Let's see how he does against an actual P5 defense. And uh, Purdue, uh, one of their members of the linebacking corps, was one of the PFF all-week players at linebacker this week. Even though they gave up 40-some points or 38 points to Fresno, um, still has the ability to to make plays. As weird as this, I liked that game. I actually liked Virginia Tech in it, but not enough to play. Uh, oh, also, yeah. every play for me this week is two units because I love the board that much. Okay, so this is a two-unit play. Okay, and I and I took a money line, so plus okay. one twenty. All right, so Frankie Dems Purdue plus three, two units. Give me your next. No, one. no, no, plus one twenty money line. You want the money line or the plus three? I took the money line. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry, but they are three point dogs. All right, Purdue, but three point favorite at home. That's a toss up game. That is no, you know that Purdue money line plus 122 units. All right, give me your next pick. I like it. I told you I own Virginia, so we're going to stay there with the with the Dukes. James Madison laying six and a half at UVA. I understand this is Virginia's first game back since the tragedy that struck. They're Mm going to be they're going to be pumped up. They're going to be ready to rock. I still think Kurt Signetti gets the boys locked in, ready to roll. Six and a half. JMU owns Virginia. JMU minus six. It's weird to say. It's weird to hear JMU laying points on the road. 
At a P5 school, yes. At a P5 school, but that's also a two-unit play, right? Yeah, they're all two units. Okay. I've, this is going to be a make-or-break weekend for Dimes. He could be a billionaire after this weekend. Uh, I love the board this week. I'm going to go to my next play, which is Texas A&M, minus four and a half, one-unit play. Okay. I, I don't like this Miami team at all. I don't like Van, I don't like the quarterback. I don't really like anything. You don't, you don't like Shannon Dawson at OC? I don't like anything at Miami and Texas A&M is a top, probably a top seven team. If they can get any sort of offense. I liked what I saw last week. Um, Once again, I know we're taking, I'm taking another road team, but I think this is an easy win for Texas A&M. The four and a half doesn't bother me. Uh, If you wanted to, you wanted to live a little conservatively, you can money line that with somebody, but Texas A&M minus four and a half. I think this is the year they might have some semblance of an offense. And if they can get, you know, if they can become a 28 to 31 point team, that defense will lock it up. So this is a really good team. I like what I saw last week from the offense. I think that's going to continue against Miami. One unit play, Texas A&M, roll that one. I think that might that might be a two unit play by Saturday, depending on how much uh, the board kind of shifts for me. Okay. This Great. next one for me is a two unit play. It's a live bullet. Okay. It'll be taking the thundering herd, Marshall, minus one and a half at ECU. And you will be there. I will be there sweating out live bullets. The reason I like this pick, I know Marshall struggled with Albany last week. Um, Marshall's game is they have a quality defense and they are power run first. Uh, They got this running back, Ali. That's their guy. Um, The thing is, ECU, I understand they played Michigan. And it's tough to look at that and be like, well, they couldn't stop the run. Well, Michigan's probably going to make it to the playoffs. So you can't be like, they can't stop the run. However... Their their lack of angles, like the like the tackling angles they took themselves, did not impress me at all. Like they weren't. It's not like they were getting tackles broken. They were just getting blown by or taking bad angles. Um, and so I like Marshall's ability to run and 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 take a victory there. And then when are you getting into ECU? I'm flying. Oh my god, dude, this is a nightmare. I so I'm flying. I'm landing at 4:20. Blaze it. On Friday nice. night in Raleigh, Durham, nice. which is not Greenville, and no. it's an hour and a half away from Greenville. I don't know how I'm getting from Raleigh, Durham to Greenville, but that's not going to be that bad, right? Sunday, my flight out of Raleigh, Durham. I'm flying from Raleigh to Charlotte to Columbus, Ohio, and getting picked up from my parents, who I'm meeting from Cuba. But uh, yeah, they're there over there. They're over there right now. But I'm flying. I have to get my flight out on Sunday from Raleigh Durham to Charlotte is at 7 a.m. Oh my God, dude. So I have to leave Greenville at like 4 a.m. on Sunday. Jesus. And I don't know how I'm supposed to get an hour and a half at 4 a.m. in North Carolina. That's that's living dangerous. I can't take an Uber. No. An hour no, and a half. No, no, you can't take an Uber. Not at 4 a.m. <laughs> this Jeez, is bad. Dude. This is oh bad. I can't well like I said, that's I figured be- I'd cross that bridge when I get there, but that's going to be a fun. That's going to be a fun talk on the pod next week. Yeah, but uh, Marshall minus one and a half. They're running wild. Two running, units. Dimes two will units. be in attendance, which probably means I'll be booking for you all weekend. No, I made sure I got a lot of action in today. All right, well, I'll st- I'll be here. You know that you still you're still up. You're still up on my dude. Book. My player props. You're still up. You're still my up. player props. Shout out uh, Braden Braden Schrager and Garrett Green. The bank of Yenzer, you're still good. Yeah. Also, the podcast charged me thirty dollars this month. I need half that. You know about that, Mo. I've been, I've been, I've been funding this operation for two years. You know my Venmo. <laughs> you know where I'm at. I'm not ducking anyway. What about? What's, 
Real quick, off pod play, and this is why you need to follow our pickout account. The Garrett Green over 18 and a half rushing yards was, was the most a layup. A layup. That was over in the first quarter. That Did was you hit that too? Did you hit oh, that? Oh, God. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure I, I had that one pretty early on in the week. Yeah. I think uh, that was one I didn't I didn't feel putting on, but I, I had that. That was probably one of my biggest bets of the weekend other than Alabama. I uh, should have put Alabama. more on it, but it was it was a lock. Are you ready? One unit. Are you ready for my next play? It's kind of a weird one. Yeah, go ahead. Not that weird. Maryland over 37 points against Charlotte. Okay. Maryland is just, I love Tari Valoa. I love those receivers. They got Caden Prather, who I think is our third receiver, former Mountaineer. Yeah. But Maryland in the past couple of years is an over machine, and especially yeah. playing teams that are not very good. Charlotte, not in that category. Maryland will run it up. And I think I love Charlotte's coach. I think we're going to get at least 40 burger out of Maryland. Um, okay. I think we can get, I think we can get in the, in the low fifties of Maryland if they keep their foot on the gas. Okay. So over 37, one unit play. And I'll be looking at some alt totals for uh, Maryland as well to try to bump that number up. There we go. So I like that one. Just one unit. I have a two unit play coming next, but what's your, what's your next pick? My next two unit play. Yes. Is Utah on the road. Minus seven at Baylor. Okay. Utah. Think, Cam Rising is back. Uh, maybe. Okay. Well, I heard I got info today that he was back. He's. He. I think he's practicing. I don't. I think he's going to be a game time. But what's nice is you're getting that bet in now. It's not going to get any better if Cam Rising is confirmed. That's going to go up a little bit. So you're yeah. beating the number regardless. Baylor like, didn't. But Baylor has not impressed me. And honestly, Dave Aranda, he won the league with Baylor. But since then, it's been nothing, right? He lost to a bad, bad West Virginia team last year and has not done anything. Like he hasn't improved. How do no. you you get? How do you get your doors blown off by Texas State? Lose the Texas State and lose your starting quarterback going against a Utah team that thoroughly handled their business against Florida. Yeah, that this is probably my favorite play of the week is Utah minus seven. There's a lot of trap lines this week, and there is a lot of games that you're going to look at and. You're gonna say, are these are these lines meant that way to trick you, or are they giving you free money? Because yeah. all these, I mean, you can look at the trap lines this week. Or Oregon is a trap line. Uh, the Utah is probably a trap line. Yeah. How about Colorado trap line? Um, some I, of these. I, I I took the candy though. Oh God, no, it's I and, did it. I and did it's one it. of those things where I mean, you're looking at these games. Look at Notre Dame minus seven is a trap line. Yeah, yeah. There, this whole week is this whole. Week, I love the board. Oh God, this that makes me nervous. That makes me nervous. I love the board, Yenzo. The, the fact that I looked at this board, I was like, all they're doing is setting traps. And the first thing Frankie says to me is like, I fucking love the board this week. I was like, oh my God. Oh no. I was like, what are we I've been gambling into? since I was 18 years old. I've been gambling for nine years. I've been gambling since I was nine. <laughs> I used to sit in smoky bars in West Virginia and hear some dude tell me how like Omar Jacobs was gonna bring us back. I'm like, all right, buddy. All right, I got one more, and then we'll end with you. Uh, this is a two-unit play. All, okay. all, my old parlays. The old parlay? They're gold. Okay. They're just gold. I mean, I, I if I had to track them through DGEN USC history, I'm, I, I bet I'm hitting at an 80% clip. I believe like, that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride with you on this week. Whatever it is, I'm riding. Notre Dame minus three and a half. Okay. It's NC State. Okay. I don't think they – I don't think – I think it could be a closer game than we think. I think it's a game Notre Dame might pull off late, but I am not been impressed with NC State. Notre Dame has not played anybody, but they have looked yeah. great. And Hartman okay. is an absolute machine. Okay. And I don't think I think the only thing that worried me was NC State trenches against Notre Dame. 
that NC State defense has not impressed me. So give me Notre Dame minus three and a half with under 63 and a half in the Texas-Alabama game. Okay. That is a two-unit play. That is right around minus 102, 101, so pretty much even. Uh, I, the Alabama-Texas game, if I had to bet it, I'm taking Alabama um, just because I don't. I, I like Texas in the Big 12. I don't know if they're there yet. I also okay. don't know if Alabama is there yet. Uh, with the quarterback play, they're, they're, no, they're rocking with Milhone or whatever his name is. He's he can't really throw the ball. I mean, he he can throw it, but he's he he's probably going to rush for 15, 20 times this week. Yeah, um, it's awesome. So, and this game is going to stay on the ground. I don't think that these teams are going to light the score, but I don't think Saban wants this game to get out of hand. So I think he's going to do a lot to ball control. Uh, if I had to predict, it would be like a 35-21 game for Alabama. But that is staying under, and I think it stays. It's 55 right now. I'm going to bump that up to 63.5. Notre Dame minus 3.5, under 63.5, Bama, Texas, two-unit play. I really like both of those. You know what? Since your lock of the week is a parlay, Give me my one. lock of the week is a parlay. Give it to me, buddy. Four teams straight, money line. Okay. Builds to 140. Love it. First off, we got Rutgers. Okay. We love we, it. We got Notre Dame. Love it. We got Missouri. Who do they play? Middle, Middle Tennessee. That's a win. And then the last leg, which is, I think, the first leg time-wise. Colorado. Utah beating Utah. Baylor. Okay, he's he's linking them up. So plus, what you say, plus 140? Plus 140, that's a two-unit bomb. Two-unit play. Uh, you got anything else in the clip for me right now? Anything else you want to add? I have more picks than you. I, I have one, two, three, four. I got five picks already. And I have six. Okay, right? give me a little more. No, what do I have? How many do I have? Purdue, JMU, Marshall, Utah, and then the money line parlay. That's five. That's five. And you have five. I have I have four, but I can I can add one. Add one. Okay. I want you to go and I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my two that I just left off the board. I'm gonna go through. I do like a lot of dogs this week off pod, which you can find on my picket account. I like a lot yep. of the like I I'll I'll take it. Just give it like I like the dogs on pure principle. Uh-huh. Yep. I think you and I might be going against each other on this next pick. Give it to me. Give me the Buffaloes. Give me Colorado minus two and a half at home against Nebraska. Two unit bomb. Frankie is sprinkling these two. Frankie has two, four, six, eight. You have 12 units out this week. <laughs> this is this is the true outhouse or penthouse weekend. Oh my God. Dude, I. One, this is a get back because I'm going to lose two units on my Colorado team total. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get it back. Get out ahead right of it. Here. Uh, it's more so I don't believe in Matt Rule than I believe in Dion. Nebraska loves losing close games. Like I watched every second of that Minnesota-Nebraska game. So Jeff, did I. Jeff, Jeff Sims did not impress me. I got that back door on that game. Me, me. I had, I had, I live bet Minnesota money line because I bet yeah. with my eyeballs, and uh, that was a big time walk off field goal. But they did not want to win that game, and Minnesota not very good. Like I understand TCU might just be like bad, bad, bad but you still hung forty eight on the road. I understand you gave up forty five, but that's what TCU does. They did that last year, dude. They did that with SMU. They did that with West Virginia. They did that with everybody they played where they got lucky. They did that on the road against Baylor. Every team they gave, like, they don't play defense. And you beat them at their own game. You know what? Let's do it. What? Colorado. 
minus two and a half. I'm Let's go. go. I'll ride it. You Let's know, go. This will this will prove that we are not we're not hard headed. We were no. we faded them last week. I'm gonna back them. I'm terrified of this game. It doesn't make sense. This was a 10 point swing almost. And I was looking at this game and I'm like, everyone wants there's gonna be 99% of the bets. On <laughs> I know everybody's on Colorado. Nebraska. Let me tell you how this game but they is stink. Go. Nebraska stinks. Let me tell you how this game is gonna go. Nebraska is okay. gonna run the ball. 47 times yes they're gonna win you know 24 to 17 because colorado just won't get the ball enough sanders will turn it over travis hunter is eventually going to get gassed and that all being said colorado minus two and a half one unit play no doubt no give me my theme music do you believe do you believe i do i do Do you believe also, if they lose, we can make fun of Colorado next week. So, I mean, what there's truly- and it doesn't matter if it I lose matter. because I'm going to be up so many units that yeah. this isn't going to affect me. This is literally this is free money. Um, you got any NFL picks you like this week? Uh, week one of NFL. I do. Well, I'll give some bonus NFL picks, which I really like. I love your two team alt. You do these two team alt things in the NFL. You do a lot of teasers in the NFL. I don't do I do a lot of teas in college and the pros. What I like to do is I like to do I like to tease underdogs a lot in the pros. Yeah, you take them like to the max. Yeah, you take like I a like team to, like to 21 and a half one. Yeah, underdog. I like to get I like to get the the teasers in. And like I said, a lot of people hate on teasers. But here's the deal. You're never going to become a millionaire betting teasers. But what you're going to do is you're going to build a steady bankroll. And that's kind of what we want. OK, do. So some, we like that moonshots. But for these for these pro games, what I like to do, because. Every the games, the games, good. the games always end in a one score. Yeah, they're so close that if you grab the underdogs and underdogs in week one in the NFL are unbelievable, especially division underdogs. Really, Something like a seventy-five percent uh, cover rate for division underdogs in week I one. I didn't know this. So and unders done, too. The unders in early in the unders season. will be a big play. What I've done is I have taken twenty-five dollars and I've played every underdog money line, and I've taken fifty dollars and I've taken every underdog against the spread this week blind fired it wait what'd you do 25 on every underdog money line okay cross the board cross 25 or excuse me 50 dollars on every underdog against spread in the nfl and just fired it blindly what about unders uh i haven't played the unders i will do some targeted bets later on in the week um i might have to do that 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 spray and pray it's it's usually a pretty good thing for week one of the NFL. Dude, I can't wait for good. us to just get our doors blown off and just be like. <laughs> it would be the first time in a long time because here's the deal: it's the first week everybody wants to bet the really good teams that they've been hearing about. So the the books just juice it to the max. The lines will sharpen up in a couple weeks, but those I think, I think Dolphins. Are... I think the Dolphins and Titans went outright. I could see that. I like They're both dogs. My big play, which I had with Duke, which I had Duke plus, uh, I took Duke up to plus 14. I took Detroit up to 10 and a half. And that was before the Kelsey Chris Jones news. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. We'll see. Yeah, you um, are. NFL is more of a hobby. College football is more of a lifestyle for me when it's gambling. But people ask me, like, do I gamble on NFL? I say my game doesn't translate. I'm a college guy. You're like, no, I'm a size speed guy. Yeah. I like it. I think it's fun. That I think what I like to do is take some of the money I want on Saturday and play around with it. But uh, it's just a different ballgame. This is an NFL pod. We, don't, we only play 80s Joel. You know, sorry. Strictly 80s Joel music, sir. Strictly 80s Joel on here, this pod. But let me do the, any other picks. Are you good? None that I want to give on the pod, no. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's recap this. Frankie Dimes, Purdue Moneyline, plus 120, two units. James Madison, minus six and a half, two units. Marshall, where he will be in attendance, minus yep. one and a half, two units. Utah, minus seven, two units. 
Uh, four a lot team, of road dogs. Or a lot, a lot of road, of road team. Four-team money line parlay. <laughs> Rutgers, Notre Dame, Missouri, Utah. That's plus 140, two units. And then Colorado, Coach Prime. Do you believe? Do you minus, believe? Do you believe? Minus two and a half uh, unit play. <laughs> did uh, you did you hear that? Uh, is it you? Tell me to watch Cover Three podcast. Did you? A great pod. I think they've been playing that soundbite. That do you believe? Oh my god, he was talking to Ed Werder, the guy. I heard. The, yeah, that's what I heard. It was Ed yeah, Werder, dude. The he's Cowboys been in, beat he's, reporter. He's been in the NFL or like ESPN for decades, and he's like, "Do you believe?" Oh my god, dude, Dion is out of control. The thing, dude, Dion, bro, it's one game against a team that's not that good, bro. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I have the receipts. The dog. It's one game. Like it or love it. Dion and college football is great. It's just is. I mean, it's it's a friend of mine who's a comedian had a tweet that popped off that Travis Hunter thinks is hilarious. What's that? He says, I'm going Travis Hunter mode at the bar, flirting with guys and girls. And Travis Hunter, Travis Hunter, uh, he was talking about it in practice. Like he's like, look at this tweet. And he's laughing. That was honestly, that was incredible. Dude played like a hundred some snaps and was a, probably the best player on the field. That he guy. was, bro. And also, if you're TCU, bro, yeah. why are you throwing why are you at him? Why are, why you, are you throwing at him? How many texts did I send you? Like, I said, why are we throwing at that dude? You said, you're on the goal line, and it's like, let's run to the flats. Let's run to the flat side where he can jump the route, bro. And he did. God, whatever. You know, give that dude his flowers. Honestly, one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in college football is that dude being the best player on both sides of the ball. I love that. It's like a video game. It pretty, dude's a stud. All right, I'm going to do my quick recap. Rutgers yeah. minus nine and a half, one unit. Texas A&M minus four and a half, one unit. Maryland team total over 37, one unit. I really like that play. Notre Dame minus three and a half. Alabama, Texas under 63 and a half. That is an even money two unit parlay. Okay. And then, and then I'm riding Colorado minus two and a half because for the memes, because I believe. Just for the, do you believe? I do. I do, Coach Prime. I we do. Have, you humbled me. We have some time here, uh, unless you got to go. What do you got? I have my... The L word. This is the list. Okay. This is the short list I've created for Neil Brown's replacements. Okay. I, I'm definitely here for this conversation. I want to hear. I'm, I'm going to give you a yay or nay. I'm going to give you thumbs up or thumbs down. So I have, it starts with G5 head coaches. Okay. And then it goes down to P5 coordinators slash move ups uh, slash like guys who are P5 head coaches that can move up slash guys who are fired or whatever they're doing. And so it's called the L word. The list. Oh, not like the lesbian Skinamax show from like no. 10 years that ago? Was a, I didn't know that was a show. It's called The Elmer. It's about lesbians. I, I mean, I get that. But I'd explain for the rest of the I kids. thought The L Word was love, which I've never been in. Not not on most recent uh, searches on the internet, but go for it. Okay, number one, G5 head coach, Willie okay. Fritz. Okay. Kent, also, I want you to give me a yes, you like it, or a yes, and yes, you can see it potentially happening. Fritz, I like. I don't know if I see it. Okay. Uh, Jason Candle with Toledo. Mm, I don't think it's a big enough name. Okay. Kurt Signetti, former WU quarterback, JMU head coach. That's probably in the most likely category. Okay. Uh, Charles Charles Huff. Charles Huff. Top recruiter. He hasn't proven enough. enough He he hasn't proven enough wins and losses. Not a big enough name. Okay. Um, Dave Clawson. This is the move ups now. Now that we're in the move ups. Would he want to leave for West Virginia? Maybe, probably not. Um, this is the coordinator, Brian Hartline, best recruiter in the country. 
I think he is going to be an NFL OC. Okay. He's I think that is guy. his most likely because he is. Does Jim, Knowles, is, does Jim Knowles have baggage? Uh, the Oklahoma State guy? No, he's a defensive coordinator, Ohio State. Mm, who am I thinking of? No, uh, I don't know. Okay. Let's move on. Um, defensive analyst at Illinois, Jim Leonard. The, this is the list. This isn't like definite. This is just, hey, let's let's see what we got. I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to go low power five first. I think okay. maybe he's prove I'm, himself. Maybe I'm too inflated on the West Virginia coaching search, but I feel like after this debacle, they, I mean, you look at how quick the Duke turnaround was and how these teams turn around. I think they're going to bring a guy in that is going to do an immediate turnaround. I have, I have, hold on, I have a few more names. Okay. Um, Jimbo. Um, Texas A&M would have to absolutely flame out this year. Okay. I don't think they will, though. I think they're going to be all right. No, I, I think this is the best team they've had in a while. Tony Gibson. Uh, I could, the only way I would see that is if they miss the coaching carousel and they just need uh-huh. to I buy that. Um, I got three more names. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury. Um... But if you get him, you're getting in bed with a guy who's going to want to hook up with the hottest person that comes along next time. That's fine. That's okay. and that's. I don't think. I don't think Cliff. I think after the Graham Harrell flash out, I think they are going to go with a dude that, like you said, is more in the college game. Yeah, but I, I don't. It's not a bad name because you know he's going to come back, or is he going to try to go? He's a, he's a quarter. He's an analyst at USC this year. He's just hanging yeah. out with Caleb Williams all year. He'll bounce back. Yeah. Um. And then the I got two more names. Both of them are G five head coaches. Kane Womack, he's yeah. he's he's a head coach at uh, South Al. Mm-hmm. And Probably then and then the last one is Rich Rod. There is definitely we could we could we could talk fifteen minutes about Rich Rod. There's definitely a portion of the fan base that probably wants him back, and there's um, a large part of the donor community that wants Rich Rod wants back. back. I think ideally, here is ideal. I don't know if the guy who owns the Arizona Diamondbacks will liquidate that entire roster to get Rich Rod back. I don't think this is a pipe dream, but the pipe dream would be to get. I I don't think he would leave Kansas, but Leopold would be my best one. Lance Leopold, where we just throw a bag at him, yeah, and say we want Leopold, or you go and find one of those G five coaches, and you bring Rich Rod back and just have him run the offense. I don't okay. know if you do that. I don't know. That is completely hypothetical, but that would be kind of the like was who used to do that all the time. Not um former NFL or NBA coach, not Hubie Brown. Um he coached Iverson. I always forget the name, fucking name. But they would do that a lot where they'd bring in a that's more of an NBA thing. They'll bring in an older coach to kind of prop up the new coach. Mm-hmm. And like I, I always like when they do that because you can kind of bring the guy in, get the guy that's a recruiter NIL, and then you could just leave the X and O's the chalk to the dude that knows what he's doing. So I think in an ideal world, I know that uh, Chadwell's gone to Liberty, but I think Leopold would be once again. So that's I just named you 15 names. That's a great name. I mean, that's a great list. You know, that's probably going to be, there's probably some Western coaching search that's going to pay somebody like $400,000 to give them that same list. So the fact you just said that is so factual. It actually pisses me off. Yeah. They're going to pay some search team. That's going to come back with that same list, but I don't think, 
And if we can talk about West Virginia, because we really haven't talked about West Virginia. I think we've tried to do it, try to just, you know, bury it. But I, they have Duquesne this week. They're going to be Duquesne. Yay. Next week is Pitt, right? The 16th. That week, that is going to determine his job. Like well, I've come to terms with the fact that he's not getting fired till Jan 1. And I think people need to understand that. Unless he gets full on throttled to the point where the donors are like, we'll pay it. If he if he loses to Pitt and they are heading to a December or late November game with no chance of a bowl, they'll turf him. Okay. Because you got to get ahead of the coaching carousel. Because I think you do. With this Weber, portal and everything, teams are turning around yeah. in one year. Dion brought in 80 guys. Look at it. Look at the team. Look at Texas State. Look at fucking Duke. I mean, look at Duke in a quick two-year term. Not with the not with portal players, but it's there's no excuse for West Virginia to this bad five years in a row. They don't need to be a ten or eleven win team every year. But to nine mediocre, to give me a nine. Yeah, and even Pat McAfee said it best. He was like, they were talking about, and I'm not the biggest McAfee guy. I'll put that, but he was talking about. He was like, for West Virginia, for the expectation to go to Penn State. And for the fans, which are some of the most passionate, you know, hardcore fans to be like, I hope we don't get blown out. That never used to happen. No. West Virginia we, went, always, we went down to Auburn and it's like, let's go. Let's go. We always, when we played Alabama, we're like, let's do it. We yeah. We're going to win, but we have a fighter's chance. Everybody I talked to that was a West Virginia fan going into this game was like, I just hope we don't get embarrassed. You know, that's and, what Neil's done. And it's completely against. He doesn't have any explosive plays. You know, the fact that he There's decides. No, what he, are we? It's like, what are we? That's exactly right. We used to be known for fast offense. We used to be known for athleticism. Now we're known for bad quarterback play, pretty much, which never used to be the case. We haven't had a quarterback in six years. No, which is insane. And, you know, whatever. Neil, great guy. But look at, I mean, he, what I thought is I thought he was going to be our Dabo Sweeney. And it turns out he's Dabo Sweeney just without a great quarterback. Turns out he's Dabo Sweeney now. He's Dabo Sweeney now, which is he a sped great, run Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> he did. He's he's a great. He is. This is this is he's gonna a good talker. So, he's great at everything but winning. <laughs> yeah. No, we've is, had we've had no like issues with crimes with no. the team. We've had no like craziness. No good recruiter. Sees yeah. people with the donors. I mean, the, it's just the number one thing he can't do is win, and unfortunately, winning Results is the only business. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing he cares cares about. You can look at Georgia. Georgia has dudes going fucking NASCAR every fifteen minutes of practice. Don't and care. Getting, don't care. What's what's the kill people? Line? He killed somebody. Literally, and what's the scoreline? And I think that I think that's if we could get a big time hire in here. So who would you get? So you Lance Leopold is the only name on your list. Who else is on your list? I just named you fifteen. Who else you got? Signetti's obviously a big one. I think Signetti's the most. If you had to do like a DraftKings odds, I think Signetti's probably at your top of your list. Signetti, Signetti would be cool. It worries me how much older he is. I yeah. wish we could get a kind of a younger guy. But, but Signetti wouldn't want to leave. Like no. this, like his dad look was at, the head coach here. He played quarterback yeah. here. Look at fucking Mac Brown. I mean, he's still rolling at that age. I mean, I don't think age in college football as long as you need a good staff. I think Signetti. I like Leopold. It's just for right now, and I think people are going to want to get people are going to want to take their ex back with Rich Rod. I think he. I think next week it'd be fun to talk about what would you put the odds at because Jimbo would be on that list. No, he He would would probably like he'd be he'd be way too short of a of a bet to place it on because he's not he's not very realistic. But and also let's see how this season goes. There's always one or two names that bubble up as the season goes on. Yeah, Um, 
But you know what? We'll see. Um, I don't know. Somebody, somebody that can run a fucking offense. Somebody can score above 30 points and can get explosive plays. That's all I care about. I get if we're it. gonna lose, let's at least let's at least lose with more than 17 points. Someone someone is gonna be like, oh, Sean Lewis had a good program at Kent State that you can't win there. Oh, now he's putting up points at Colorado. And now he's he's gonna be like a P five head coach. We loved Sean Lewis as an OC last year. That was or as a head coach last year. We loved him putting up the points. That was yeah, one of man. Dude, Kent, Kent, it's so hard to win at Kent. He did yeah. it. Dude was just scoring all over the board, but I mean, this is the final thing I want to say about it. Watching that West Virginia game, I've never seen a group of West wide receivers that looked less athletic. I mean, I know Garrett Green didn't look great, but there was dude, no they, separation. They, dude, we ran that reverse flea flicker, not the one with Nico, the one that Neil should be fired for, but the one yeah. earlier in the game. And the guy, Dwayne Carter, Devin Carter, whatever, gave up on his route on the post. If he ran, that's a touchdown. He just, like, quit. I mean, none of the receivers. We lost Winston Wright. We lost Ford Wheaton. We lost Prather. And, you know, you lose. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, same. If you lose your entire receiving core and you bring back one dude from NC State and then. One guy guy from Marshall who didn't play. Yeah. Rodney Gallagher. I don't even know if he touched the field. He did. Preston, Preston Fox. Trelon Ray. No. who I was excited about here in camp. He caught one ball at the end of the game for nothing. Like it was, we'll see, you know what we'll see against, we'll see how we look against Duquesne. Obviously we're going to look great, but the pit game will be the true decider. Cause that's going to be pit is a good team. That's a good, that's a good measuring stick. Penn state yeah. is really good. So it's not that we lost to Penn state that the sky's falling. It's just, you'd have hoped to see some explosive plays against that defense, even though Something. they're pretty good defense. Something. Well, All right. Uh I'm excited. I'm excited to go to the game. I can't wait to hear about it. Man, I wish you were on this trip, man. Me too, brother. Me too. But like I said, I'm gonna hear all about it. This is gonna be a big week for me because I got a lot of units out there and I believe in my guys. You got a ton of units, you got a trip with the boys, and I can't wait to hear about all the stories next week on the pod. Sounds good, man. All right. I'll see you, pal. Peace, buddy. Good night. Good night.